Hey, 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 one love. Hi, everybody. How are you doing on this wonderful Wednesday? So we're going to start this episode off again with the Black Business Boost. I am so excited. I partnered up. Well, Holistic Roll-On Relievers has partnered up with Harmony Jewelry. And at the top of the year, we're going to be coming out with the Chakra boxes. Inside each box, there will be a stone that um, correlates to the chakra, an herb that correlates to the chakra, and then Holistic Roll-On Relievers have put in the essential oil blend that will help release and unblock each chakra. So we've done some extensive um, research and some information. I've learned so much. I'm so excited about this. So, uh, as we all know, well, I can't say as we all know, because I didn't know this prior to looking it up. Um, the chakras, I'm pretty sure you have all heard about it, right? We've all, you know, seen or heard something dealing with the chakras. What we may not, um, have known is that there are physical, emotional, as well as spiritual symptoms, ailments, um, disturbances whenever the chakra is out of alignment. So, of course, you may not know exactly what it is, but that's what we're going to help you understand. That's what we're going to explain. So, in order to get all this information out, we're going to do a webinar. When I get the exact date set out, I will do an you know, I will let you all know, but be prepared. Okay. Um, we're going to post a link as soon as we get the exact date, you know, get all that squared away. But at the moment I am spreading the word because we're working on it. We've already gotten them together. Oh my goodness. I'm so, so, so excited. And I do believe that at the top of the year is when we're going to roll this out by the time we get everything set and done, because we are not cutting corners with spreading this information. Now, I want to give you a little bit of background about Harmony Jewelry. Harmony Jewelry is where I get my healing crystals and my stones. Um, She's really, really, really good. Tamara is extremely knowledgeable about the stones, um, energy work. She's, I mean, she's, she's, she's extremely knowledgeable about a lot of it. So, her information, she can be found on Facebook, as well as, give me a second to get her card. Okay, Harmony Jewelry, Tamara Mars, she can be reached at 804-339-0234. She She does handmade jewelry, crystals, herbs, candles, and more. She can be reached by email at harmonyjewelry at gmail.com. That's H-A-R-M-O-N-E-E-J-E-W-E-L-R-Y 8 at the number 8 at gmail.com. Facebook is Harmony Jewelry, H-A-R-M-O-N-E-E Jewelry, and Instagram H-A-R-M-O-N-E-E underscore jewelry, J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. So I have partnered up with her to do the chakra boxes. 
it was her idea. So it was, oh my goodness. I had never, she came and she said, hey. She told me she wanted to do the chakra boxes. And then I was like, you know, I never thought about the essential oils. So when I started looking it up, that was when I found that there are certain oils that help balance and unblock certain chakras. I was like, wow. You know, I didn't even know that. I mean, if you know me, you know, I love essential oils. They are so versatile. Oh my goodness. So um, with that being said, get ready, get ready, get ready. Because what you may find is that you may need a, you may need your, one of your chakras could be, could be blocked. Maybe you need to balance one of your chakras. So, oh my goodness. So in the webinar, we're also going to go over the signs and symptoms for each chakra. If it's blocked, um, what physical ailments you may have, what spiritual ailments you may have and what, um, emotional ailments you may have. We will also go through what you will feel physically, spiritually, and emotionally if all of them are balanced. So it's good to know that way, if you hopefully, you know, hopefully more people are balanced. But in this day and time, I already know that we're not, you know, and there's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with it. It's just it's because it's not a good or bad thing. It's just is what it is. And the only important thing would be to balance it out. And you will notice you will come to find how much peace you have. Another thing that I learned when looking up um, the chakra information is that each chakra has a life lesson. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I was like, wow, I, that was important information to me. And each lesson was very valuable. After we go through all of that, then um, I really wanted to share some of the information that I picked up with, you know, simple things like you don't have to buy a box in order to know which one of your chakras are balanced or even some things that you can do to help balance them out. We're going to go through all of that. So I hope to see all of your smiling faces there. Um, I had, I couldn't hold it in anymore. I had to let you know what was going on with the, um, with the updates for holistic world and relievers as well as harmony jewelry. Um, also her candles, they smell so good and they're so pretty. She, she's very talented. She does a lot and she's such a sweetheart. So get at her y'all get at her. Um, now this is something that I definitely wanted to say, and I'll probably touch touch on a little bit more in the next segment. But um, I know that we all seem to have a different opinion or perspective when it comes down to anything like energy work, crystals. Um, some people, you know, don't even want to deal with the essential oils. You know, it's like now there are negative and dark forces in anything that you do but the intent behind it the intent is what i think makes the biggest difference so you don't have to be afraid of it again i'm going to touch on that a little bit more because there's so much more i can say about that um but um yeah so we're definitely going to get that done and rolling i am so excited actually there and then in february there's i have something else that i'm working on for february so i think next year just may be the year for the holistic roll on relievers i mean this year was great for having hands praise be to allah i think next year 
holistic oil on relievers is really 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 gonna do that thing because it's 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 been all i can say is praise be to god so <laughs> i'm excited um it was one more thing I wanted to say about the chakra boxes. Oh, yes. So we're also going to go over the, um, again, the boxes will include the stone, the herb, the candle, and the oil. So the herb, we're going to tell you how you can use it, you know, the different ways. It's so versatile. We're going to explain all of that. And I'm trying to tell you. You're going to like it. Another thing that I found out when dealing with the um, chakras is that the, each color of the chakra, that that is another thing. Okay, I'm not giving out any information or details. We're going to go over all of that in the webinar. But I promise you, it's going to be packed with information. Very, very, very useful information. And this is the thing. It's not chemical-based. It's not a drug. It's not pharmaceutical-grade anything. So that being said... What have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? If you feel like um, the information could be useful or helpful and you decide you want to see if one of your chakras are blocked or unblocked, if it doesn't work for you, which I would be surprised, but if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work. What's the worst that can happen? There's nothing that you can do to negatively impact yourself. But I do promise you that you will only, I feel like you can only have a benefit from it because it's something that's good for you. You know, um. I can't understand. I can't imagine a negative impact from it. So I'm pretty darn sure you are going to like it. I am. When I tell you I'm excited, I am excited about it. We've been working on these for what? A um, couple weeks now. Again, we're gathering information and I'm still looking up information. I'm a nerd anyway, so I love it. I love doing my little research, but I'm, I'm trying to tell you when you please be a part of the webinar. And so if you can't be, uh, if you can't attend, I'm thinking that we're probably, we're probably going to have to do more than one because everybody's not available all the time, but I don't want anyone to miss out on this information because it's so beneficial. So, so useful. And the more I talk to people, the more I find that, um, you know, it's, it's just that we, we don't understand or sometimes we don't acknowledge just how closely related our mental, physical, and spiritual, emotional aspects are. One directly affects another. And one of the things I found with doing research on the chakras is that the chakras are the same way. And especially when I was doing the research on the oils, there are certain oils that will benefit or stimulate the next chakra you know the next one up or the next one down and that's interesting when i found that out because the muscles do the same thing as a massage therapist a lot of times people have a problem area and it's like well i'm hurting here and that's what i want you to work but you will find that's not the problem area and so with the chakras it's the same thing like you may be cloudy in your judgment or you may be emotionally down you may have physical ailments and you know uh, with western medicine it always go with treating the symptoms but the symptoms are not the root cause so if you balance your chakras and you get those in alignment you may find that other things in your life start to fall into place you know some illnesses or ailments or frustrations may start to roll off and you will find more peace in your life which i think is the key 
That's what we need the most. And again, nothing is going to take away from what you already believe or what you feel because your belief is important. It just doesn't, you know, it's just something else that can help and assist. Now, you ever thought about how it's like, if it's say for instance, church going people. When you go to church, you, I'm pretty sure a big part of being there is praise. That's the one thing I miss about going to church is the praise and worship. But it's kind of hard to praise and, and, you know, worship like you want to if your back is hurting, your feet are hurting, you can barely stand, right? It's the same thing with the body. This is not is not trying to replace anything that you already believe or what you feel, or, you know, or what you have going on. It's just a tool that can enhance you because, again, they directly affect the other the other parts of you and you're not just your emotional state you're not just your mental state you're not just your physical state you're not just your spiritual state you are all of it and you can't you know just try to fix one thing without acknowledging it all and again that's why i believe in the holistic side of things because your body is not just one thing when you take essential oils for pain and inflammation they also are mood enhancers you know, they, it's so much that they do that's so versatile. And it reminds me of the creator because everything that he does, everything that he does have his characteristics. So, and that's how, you know, when you are on the right track, you know, it's like, you can't follow somebody if you don't know anything about them. You don't know where they're leading you. And Allah always give us inclinations for us to understand what's him and what's not. So if you're doing something and you're only getting one benefit from it, He's not a one-sided God. He, he doesn't operate, you know, on a down a one-way street. Like this word said, his, his word is a double-edged sword. You know, it will pierce the hearts of those who give and receive. It should be something in it for you as well as what you give it or, you know, to someone else. So, again, I could definitely go on and on about these boxes. But I'm going to end the... Um, black business boost segment with that so please be in tune um please i mean please tune in i will give more information about it i just don't want to give out everything that we have because it's it's going to be so beneficial so i'm excited about it so that is the black business boost and now we're going to go into the we're going to go into the, uh, you're going to keep it real. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's going to be, yeah. All right. So this is what I wanted to say about the, um, and I want to do this in a different segment because I didn't want to overshadow the black business boost and, you know, get sidetracked. I'm getting better keeping it in line and a little bit better, a little bit better. So with the, crystals with the oils with the natural herbs um yoga <laughs> i mean the list goes on there are so many things that we have been told to stay away from or that we shouldn't be a part of and i wanted to say that okay personally i believe that anything that the creator does have his characteristics. I believe that. So being that he created natural stones, 
He created plants, trees, and herbs where we get our essential oils from. He created the herbs. He created everything. So therefore, it will have properties that is beneficial for the human being. I mean the being, the whole everything about mind, body, and soul. With that being said, he also gave us free will. And with that free will, we can determine our intent with what we do. Now, the intent behind, the intent behind, I'm sorry, something. If you choose for it to be negative, you will have a negative impact. Now, I do believe that when you do that, you also, you you can't, you, you just like I tell people all the time, you can't wash your hands. I'm sorry, you can't throw dirt without first touching it you know your hands got to be dirty first so in order for you to be negative or use any of these things with negative intentions you will negatively impact you first but that doesn't mean that people can't do it yes you can you can use it for negativity but it's up to you personally i only use mine for the purpose at hand and it it never overshadows my creator I don't pray to stones. I don't pray to oils. I, I don't pray to anything but my creator. Now, with anything, whether it's a stone, a herb, an oil, money, a car, fame, anything that you put in front of the creator, you have made that your idol. And once you've done that, therein lies your problem. No matter what it is. It could be your family. It could be your career. It could be your job. Once you put it before the creator, that's where you've gone wrong. That's the first wrong. The scriptures tell us not to have any idols. We should always go to him first. Being that he protect us from danger seen and unseen. I believe that when we follow him, he will use us to put barriers of protection. Things that he used, not us, but things that he used to keep us safe. So when I feel led to wear my stones, I wear them. When I don't, I don't. But I, I only move according to what he lead me to do. And again, I don't pray to anything. I have read certain articles where it tell you to meditate with the stone in your hand or, um, you know, talk to your stone or all those things. Personally, that's not for me. I only talk to my creator. And I believe that anything that happens in my life, he allowed it. I'm not, you know, again, that's just me. My protection, my first line of defense, my everything begins and ends with him. I do whatever he leads me to do. Anything outside of that is not being done. And I wanted to make that perfectly clear because I know that there are so many different stigmas on things like that. And I also know that if you are a spiritual person and if you haven't picked up on the forces that's all i can call it um that's been really rampant rampant lately um then you know maybe you will feel like maybe you shouldn't be doing any of it personally i've picked like lately um it's like like tamara and i was talking about this was the end of last year and it's like the veil is thinning. Like I've, I'm, I'm sensing so much more of of the unseen. It's not always pleasant. However, I again I know where my protection comes from, so it doesn't take me over the edge. 
However, as the scripture says, be watchful and prayerful. I I am aware. So I know that. Well, I apply this. I believe that the creator is always going to have his people to be protected. And I do believe that he used the things that he sent here for us just for that. The same way when I read the Bible and you look at the priestly garments, what he told um, Aaron. Excuse me. It's kind of late. Excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. It's been a long day, y'all. When you look at the priestly garments, the stones are in the garments. Everything, everything that the creator does has intention. And I believe that it wasn't just for fashion or show. Each of the clans, there was a stone, you know, that was supposed to be put into the breastplate. And I believe that that was for a reason. And again, if... Now, no one was told, again, to meditate to them, worship them, or pray, you know, all the other good stuff. We're not supposed to do that. No. Mm-mm. But I do believe that we are supposed to use these things that he has given us, you know, f- to help us. So, with that being said... Um, let's see how I just it's like it's it's so much that I could say about it um but to each his own to each his own I feel like you should never do anything that will make you be uncomfortable if that's not where you are that's perfectly fine now I don't believe that anyone should ever feel pressured according to what someone else is doing because you should always stand firm on what you believe and and not sway from it that's the point of standing firm. You can't stand firm and sway at the same time. Now, if you are led or inclined to do something, that is between you and your creator. However you know him and whatever you know him as. Whatever your experiences are with him, that's between you and him. No one else has anything to do with that. No one. Just like I was reading the Quran the other day. Uh Oh my goodness, it's John, and I'm so sorry. Um, it was I was rereading the the ayats that was saying that you can't pull the weeds from your neighbor's yard because when you do, you're not pulling your weeds, and therefore the flowers and everything is gonna get choked out, and the only thing that's gonna be left is the thorns, the thistles, and the birds. And I'm like, wow. As I read that the other day, it became very very clear that. The weeds was like, you, you can't take the lessons from anybody else's life. You got to apply your own. You got to learn your own. You have to make sure that your flowers are growing. Pulling someone else's weeds is going to keep their flowers growing. But it, if you're not pulling your own weeds, then your flowers are going to die. Meaning you're, you're meaning for your life. The sweet smells. They don't say stop and smell the roses. If you're not taking time to develop and grow, bloom and blossom, become what you were created to be, then your life is going to be choked out. And all the things that's happening that's supposed to be growing you, whether they're good or bad, 
they're going to be ineffective because you aren't learning the lessons. So you're going to have the thorns and the thistles that's going to grow and they're going to choke out your life as to who you will be growing and blossoming into. There's only one you. There can never be another. The creator made you intentionally and purposefully just as you are. So the time that you're taking to grow and develop someone else, that should be time to choose to be focusing on you. If you can motivate and encourage and support and uplift someone, I say by all means do it. But to try to step into their yard to pull their weeds, and I think you've crossed the line. And I think we all know what I mean by that. We have no business telling somebody else what they should or shouldn't be doing necessarily. You know, we there's so much that we ourselves have to work on. And I say all that to say that there's nothing wrong with growing. There's nothing wrong with not having all the answers. There's nothing wrong with you just where just where you are. As the Quran says that the man, man will always find himself in a place to best learn his lessons. No one else can teach you like you. And it also says that you don't need an intercessor. You can go to God yourself. Now, again, it's okay to have questions. It's okay to communicate with people. It's okay. I believe that just like the Quran says uh, that we're not an island to ourselves. And the Bible says, where two or three are gathered, he's in the midst. He don't want you. He don't want us to just stay away from people. He wants us to come together in love and in unity. How's it that it can't stand? <clears throat> and as long as we're coming in his name, we should be coming in love and in unity. Then that love and unity shouldn't be based on what someone does and what someone else doesn't like. It should be based on the creator. Because if you're doing something and you're not being convicted by it, then obviously it's not bothering that you he allowed you to do it. Who am I to tell you that you're wrong for what the creator allowed you to do? If I'm convicted when I do something, then that's me. Your wrong does not make it my wrong and vice versa. Just because you can do something, maybe he got something different for me. Maybe. He won't have me to do that. Or maybe I haven't reached that point of my walk with him where I'm convicted in it. But again, this is my particular walk. And your walk is yours. The only thing that we got to do is grow, develop, become who we are and be proud of who we are. We can't, you know, walk around in misery, which again is the point of the chakra boxes to help us. We all have chakras. And we're gonna, I wanna go to, we're gonna also go through exactly what they are, where they're located. Oh my goodness. And the oils, I found that it's particular areas on your body. You put them on your shock. Oh my goodness. It's so, so much, so much, so much. And just like the human body, as the physical body affects the mental and the emotional and spiritual, the one thing I found about the chakras is when one is blocked, another one would either try to compensate, like overcompensate to try to leveled it out and so therefore one blocked chakra can cause another one to be unbalanced as well it'll be either be overactive or underactive just the way the muscles are you know if you use your right hand a whole lot chances are you gonna have a lot of trigger points and knots on the left side because that left side is overcompensating it all worked together it all tied together and again to me that's how i know that it's intentional and that it's purposeful and that is by the creator because it all ties in and work hand in hand just like he do. When you think about all the organs of your body, they all have a purpose. Now, you don't see the heart trying to be alone. They work separately, but they, they do their job together, right? 
they do their jobs and in doing their jobs they can work together they don't try to cross those lines and i don't think we should either and then a point again the point of the boxes is to try to help people just in a sense that if it applies to you using if not leave, hey leave it alone maybe you can spread the word but i do know that we all live these lives and they're not the easiest they don't come with rule books and we encounter things that do have an impact on us not always good but not always bad either so therefore you may have a unbalanced chakra it can be overactive or it can be underactive so once you balance it out you'll have a better idea more clarity and you'll be able to move along your day in your life in peace and when you have inner peace you can be at peace with others right right so that's that's the whole point if we're not spreading positive information then what are we doing hmm. I'm all about being positive. Now, again, these lives aren't, they aren't easy, but we do have the strength, the knowledge, the information to get through it. And on top of that, we have each other, but more importantly, we have our God. So as long as we follow him, we'll get through it and everything's going to be okay. I see you beautiful people in the next segment. Hey, 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 people. Thank you for sticking in with me um, for the next segment of this episode. So I want to do something a little bit different. I've been wanting to have study groups. If you have followed any um of my previous work i've been talking about these study groups for so long and it seems like every time i get close to doing it i'm pulled in another direction but i don't know maybe that just means it wasn't time yet however this has been on my mind um that and i want to share it and it's 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 always been the beginning of the study groups whenever we get these study groups up and up and running if you decide to be a part of it then this will be information that you have heard again because it will definitely be the beginning it's something that i find to be very 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 important and so when i read it in this the holy quran of the moorish holy temple of science i'm like yes i knew it i knew it i knew it because it's like i kept you know this is okay so as when i first started reading the before i even was led to the quran um, I started noticing how there are certain stories in the Bible that I'm like, hmm. So, the safe answer is the story of uh, David, Daniel. I'm sorry, the story of Daniel when he, when the, when the king issued that decree that people could only pray to him, the king. Um, they knew that Daniel was praying when they saw him facing the east, and I'm like, hmm. Uh, Christians don't pray to the East. That's what some of the Muslims do, you know? And then, like, it's quite a few things. Even the dietary restrictions. The scriptures say you don't eat pork. Christians do it. But the Muslims don't. You know? It's quite a few things. Now, that is, you know, one of the first things that got my attention. And then when I was led to the Quran, like, that was the thing that made it 
you know, it kind of broke down and buried for me because otherwise I probably wouldn't have touched the book. It's like, no, it's not, it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. But Lord had already started showing me, you know, certain things. And then the more I read the Quran and the more that I saw that it completely confirmed the scripture, I was like, wow. So these are not separate things just done in different ways. And it's pretty much the same way with the Jehovah Witnesses. You know, they don't believe so. They actually kind of, in my opinion, they're like in the middle of the Christians and the Muslims. So in a way that they believe in the in their traditional way of doing things. Now, that was how I started feeling like, okay, well, I don't think that one is wrong and one is right. They're just different, you know? And I think, and I, you know, I started thinking like, well, maybe the only wrong and the only right is when you do according to what feels right to your spirit. So if you are following along in something and it doesn't make sense to you or you don't believe it or you don't think it's right, then maybe that's not for you. But that doesn't mean that it's wrong for everybody else. And it doesn't mean that that one thing is absolutely wrong. Like no one should be doing it. So this is what I read in this Quran that confirmed all of that. And I was like, what? I knew it. So I want to share. Oh, okay. All right. So before I read this, um, actually, no, I'm, I'm going to read this first. This is from chapter 10. I'm going to start with. I want to start. Cause I, uh, I don't want to make it too far. I'm going to go ahead and start at verse 11. A lawyer said, I pray to Jesus, tell who is this Allah you speak about? Where are his priests, his temples, and his shrines? And Jesus said, the Allah I speak about is everywhere. He cannot be compassed with comp, comp, compass with walls, nor hedged about with bounds of any kind. All people worship Allah, the one, but all the people see him not alike. This universal Allah is wisdom, will, and love. All men see not the tri- triune, triune Allah. One sees him as Allah of might, another as Allah of thought, another as Allah of love. A man's ideal is his God, and so a man, as man unfolds, his God unfolds. Man's God today, tomorrow is not God. I thought that was deep, especially when I think about how people go from, you know, like, so, so today you might put your all into your work and then tomorrow, or either maybe once you've gotten a certain amount or you've reached a goal, then I'll send you into what the money can buy. And then that's all you want or the people that they can buy. And that's all, you know, and long story short, let me stay focused. Um, okay, verse 17. The nation of the earth see Allah from different points of view, and so he does not seem the same to everyone. Man named the part of Allah he sees, and this to him is all of Allah. And every nation sees a part of Allah, and every nation had a name for Allah. You Brahmas call him Parabram, and Egypt he is Troth, and 
Jens is his name in Greece. Jehovah is his Hebrew name. And everywhere he is, the causeless cause, the the rootless root from which all things have grown. Now, that being said, I don't think that we have the right to comment on, look down, or address other religions in a negative way or, you know, anything like that. And again, I also feel that just like with the stones and the herbs and the oils, like all the natural things, it all come from him. And it's like, who are we to put him in a box to say what he is or what he's not, what he can do and what he won't do? I don't believe we as humans have the right to suggest or even say that. It's just my opinion. Now, as I read this Quran, and it tells me that we all see Allah just in a different way or a different form, shouldn't that make make us more accepting of other people, their way of life, or whatever it is that they're led to do. I would say that that should most definitely open us up a little bit. And I think it's disrespectful, completely disrespectful for us to even put him in a box in a way that we do. Like who He created this whole entire everything. Who who has the right to say what he will and won't like or will and won't do or you know I again I think that that's where we we cross the line and if we truly respect the creator for who he is I believe that we would be more open to understanding that what we think is not always right and what we want is not always right so, so I think that um, it's time for us to start. Now, this is the thing, because I about to say it's time for us to start accepting um, and opening up. I don't mean that you should go against what you believe. I just think that we got to get rid of the negativity, the downcasting, the negative of just the negativity that we have for people that worship or live their lives in a way that's different from us because in my opinion the more I think about the fact that Allah is so much bigger than I can ever imagine and the more I realize and I accept and understand and live my life in the belief that he does all things and that nothing happens without his approval. Then that brings me down when I start thinking about things that I feel isn't right or what someone should be doing or how they should be doing certain things. So, you know, maybe we can um, cut that out.
you know, sometimes we act like we are bigger than God. You know, we, at least that's how it seems to me, you know, when we get into that mode of believing or thinking or feeling that, again, something should be based on what we believe it should be based on. Not That's just not the case. Now, again, I don't. it's a lot I don't agree with. That just means that it's a lot that I'm not going to do. But I have no opinion on anyone who does the thing that I don't feel like they should be doing or that I don't agree with. And it just means that it, it wouldn't fit into my life. But I have nothing to do with, you know, again, unless you are actively negatively impacting somebody, I don't think that we should be doing that. Therefore, me, therefore I don't, I don't, you know, live my life in that way. But I ain't got nothing to do with other people who who do. Just, I mean, if you're negatively impacting me, then I'm gonna feel some type of way, and I'm gonna respond. Especially if you're negatively impacting my family or somebody I love, then I'm definitely gonna respond because I don't believe that my God is a pushover God, and if I'm in His image and His likeness, then yeah, I stand up for myself and I defend those who may not have the whatever it is for them to defend themselves and if i'm wrong he will teach me better at the right time but so far i i'm still i'm rolling with that so thank you all for listening and being a part um i definitely wanted to say that because i got some Really, really, I got, I talked to one of my friends and I'm definitely going to have him on a podcast. My boy, Blake, I'm excited, looking forward to it whenever he's ready. And he gave me some really good feedback. And I was like, wow, thank you. Like, praise be to God. You know, I, I told him I just do and say what I'm led. So I, I was real happy about that. Now, I, I know that most people may not find you know this podcast to be to their liking and that's okay because again it's not about in my opinion it's not about everyone liking it or finding a benefit in it it's just for those who need it whether it's many or few it's there for whoever can use the information so I feel like that's what it's about, you know. And one of the things he said was that he liked that I, you know, could be vulnerable in order to help someone else. Now, I wanted to speak on that too, because just like in my book, um, I believe that there is no shame once you have a relationship with the creator. There's no shame. There's nothing that you can be ashamed about. There are there may be things that you may not be proud of, meaning things that you won't ever do again, those things that you have learned better than. But shame, Mm-mm. shame doesn't apply. I believe that the only time shame is is at all involved in spirituality is when you're using it to cover up something that you did by exposing someone else. And that is not even how the creator operates. He will never, I don't believe he will ever tell someone 
to throw dirt on someone else. And in fact, this, I think it was around the same, in the same um, chapter, but this, this Quran was talking about how, talking about how the um, people, oh yeah, I read that. I read that one already. Talking about how people had under their nice tinsel coat of coats of reputation and fame or their name, their priesthood, you know, whatever it is. But deep down inside, they're ugly beings, you know, people that got a lot to hide. And they had it by talking down, being negative to, or trying to so-called expose someone else and that is not how the creator intended things to be it's not how he called us to be at all so that's not how I want to be because I want him to be happy and pleased when he look at me like I don't want him to I don't want to be tried and found wanting and I don't think any of us do yeah, I don't believe that that's the goal of anybody's life. Hey, yeah, I just want to go against what you tell me. I think that a lot of times we make mistakes, and I believe that in his mercy and his grace and his forgiveness, he lead us to learn so that we can do better. And I think that's why he don't wipe us out immediately. And he's patient. He's, he's everything that we need. We just have to go to him for it. That's my strong belief strong belief that being said now before before I move on um trying to find the best let's see okay so when I think about the creator and when I think about him it's like one of the things that that helped me another another thing that helped me kind of stay in my lane is knowing that I cannot comprehend Allah's thoughts or even his knowledge so sometimes when we sitting up there trying to again figure out the right and the wrong and it's natural for us to to do that in a sense you know we're moral beings so we often look for that right action but sometimes i think that in the process of us trying to find that right action i think that we overlook the fact that life and death right and wrong good and bad all all of that that's Allah's territory. So if he allow it, there's nothing else for us to figure out. And I think that's where we get lost. And I think, again, that leads to us eventually taking matters into our own hands or, you know, getting to the point where we cover up the truth of our lives just so we can look like something else in someone else's eyes. And that right there, reputation, 
the way we the way we someone would view us or the view that we would want someone to have of us that has taken over our minds sometimes and i'm saying some people who are so consumed with looking a particular way that they don't care at all about what really is what do you think of that like would you rather someone i kind of think of it like again i i think makeup is beautiful i think it's so creative how people wear it but i think that when you get to the point where you can't walk out the house without having a face on or you forget exactly what you look like or what it is that's about you in the process of trying to be someone else or the image that you want people to see you then you, you know you end up losing yourself and you gotta wonder is that at all worth it and at the end of the day how can the facade be more important than the fact how is that if you are trying to live up to what you want other people to think you have or do or how you live um wouldn't you get burned out with that after a while or wouldn't you just rather have the truth that way you don't have to worry about none of that like if your truth is good enough for you why why can't it be acceptable all the way around and if it's not good enough for you, only you can change it. Only you can fix it. Only you can alter whatever it is that your life consists of. So again, if you now we put all that energy into a facade, but yet we won't put the energy into making it so that you know making it be what it is, so that you don't have to worry about the facade and you're not living a lie. I don't understand how we're so comfortable living a lie. Excuse me so much. Now, um, China, it was a point that I wanted to dive into, but I wanted to stay on focus, on target. Oh, living a lie in the facade. Okay. Um, actually, it's, it's kind of, well, this is what I was thinking about the other day. And I want to ask people, how much love do you have for yourself? How well do you truly know yourself? And are you satisfied with that knowledge? I think that's a good question. Now, people, the reason why I really like this um this this topic is because sometimes people have told me that oh oh girl you gotta you you um I had it so many ways one guy told me that he was going to make sure that I treat myself and love myself and I'm like I do love me like you're like no but you you know sometimes you don't do your hair and you know you don't wear you you don't dress in your best and all this other stuff and I'm like yeah but that don't change nothing about me loving myself because personally I love myself beyond those things 
Those things don't make me and they don't break me. So it kind of reminds me of when I was younger. I did not think I was a pretty little girl. And to this day, I know I want a pretty little girl. I don't understand what people were seeing when they looked at me. But people used to always tell me how pretty I was. And I used to be like, it got to the point when I got a little bit older. I'm like, you don't have to say that. Like, it's okay. And I used to have this weird look on his face like, what in the world are you talking about? And I took that look to, I honestly, in my young mind, I thought that when I said that to them and they had that look, I thought that it meant that, like, dang, dang, man, she right. Like, oh, she already knows she ugly, so I don't have to tell her otherwise. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't got to say that. Like, I'm fine. And the thing is, I never wanted to be anybody else, though. I never wanted to look like anybody else. I didn't want anybody else's lifestyle or their nothing. Even though we grew up poor, it's like, I just... I'm like, Allah made, well, I didn't call him Allah then. I felt like God made me this way, and this is how I want to be. There is nothing, nothing else, no one else that I want to be. I don't believe that the Creator made any mistakes when He made me. I am just the way that I should be, and all that there is about me. And any improvements that need to be made, only I can make them. But improvements, that doesn't make me any less than. And I, that's something that I want everyone to think about. Are you really satisfied with yourself? To the point where you can love you beyond what you like. So, this was the thing. This is, this is the thing that I found most intriguing about that idea and thought is that I saw it in the movie once. It says that you like because, but you love in spite, right? And then the fact that I truly love myself for who I am and I want to be whatever it is that the Allah created me to be and look however he created me to look and accept all of it, that means that I love all of it. I don't need to do anything different about it. I love it just the way it is. Even the things that I didn't find attractive or the most pretty. It's like, it's okay for me to not like it. That don't mean I, I don't love it. It's perfectly okay. This to me is kind of like everybody that I love get on my nerve. And chances are that if you do not get on my nerve, then I may not see you as a close friend or someone I need in my life. Be just just that's just because everybody that I love get on my nerve. Pretty much and it's not hard to do regardless, but still to the point where I still want to deal with you, but even though you're on my nerve, that, that's that's when I know, you know, I'm got some type of strong affection for you and when you know that it's like you you don't have to always look your best in order to love yourself when you truly love you for who you are and what you are you know now that don't mean you don't take care of yourself because you definitely do that but like I just started to wonder do people who can't accept themselves as they are do they really love themselves can you love something that you don't fully accept enhancements is one thing but do you really accept you for you 
That's a question. That's a rhetorical question because no one can answer that. But it's just something I wanted us to think about. Now, again, another one of my strong beliefs is that you can't give what you don't have. And if you are at peace with yourself, then you can be at peace with others. But you can't give what you don't have. So if you're not at peace with yourself, you won't be at peace with others. There will always be something wrong. There will always. And again, if you don't love yourself, you know, you, you're going to just like people who get the um, those body surgeries that change how they look. They often go back multiple times and get something else done because they're still not satisfied. But if you love you as you are, you would have never gotten it in the first place. And because you will be okay with just how you are and whatever comes with it. And I think that that's too a part of what's so wrong with the world. Like why we have so many people killing each other and themselves. It's just unhappy. And I want us to be more content with ourselves because you are perfect just as you are. You are made to be you. There is no other you. There may be other similarities, other things that you may have in common with someone else. But if you believe that everything that the creator does has an intention and a purpose, then that means your life has intention and purpose. There's a job, there's a task, there's a benefit a benefit that you can be. And you just gotta be it. There's there's nothing, nothing, nothing like you being you. The authentic, creative person that you are. You don't need any substitutes. You don't enhancements is one thing, and it's okay. I'm not saying there's nothing anything wrong with enhancements, but I think that if you don't, if you not have found if you have not found that love for yourself prior to those enhancements, then you're gonna to continue to have them. You know, some people risk their lives to get those surgeries. And some females don't make it afterward. And it's not worth it. Regardless to what the man think or say, it's just not worth it. That being said, great day, beautiful people.